Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Nobody Panic. How are you doing in lockdown when the lockdown is easing, Tessa? <laughs> yeah, thank you, Stevie. Is it lockdown? Is it lock up? Are we allowed to go out? What's the rules? Nobody knows what's going on in this country. I'm Tessa, that's Stevie. And this episode is about coping with lockdown easing because, look, nobody knows what they're supposed to be doing. Mm. And we're all seeing some people... very much doing their own thing which is fine some people not leaving their houses and i think we're i mean we'll get we'll get into the psychology but we did like we did know how to cope when when we were going into it and that was that was i found very helpful and useful where we both like started off i remember in those heady months of march being like hello and we were so tense. We were so, recorded in the stairwell of a hotel in Glasgow. You were so echoey. And now, I remember halfway through lockdown, I was like, I have a distinct feeling. And this is just my own experience and very, probably in the minority, but I was very much like, I feel like I'm going to lose my mind when this starts up again. <laughs> it was it was almost like very easy at the start. I was like, stay at home. You're like, yeah, okay, I, I understand that information. And then it's been very like dribs and drabs. Now you don't know what to understand and what not to get and all of that. So now I'm just I'm just permanently terrified that I'm doing the wrong thing all the time. Yeah, like when it at least when it when we went into lockdown, I mean it was completely surreal and mad mm. and nobody knew what to do, but at least everybody was in the same situation. Yes. Whereas now that it's a sort of every man for themselves free for all, suddenly you've got this intent suddenly like FOMO is back on the cards and you're like, is everyone else doing things? Should I be? doing things you've hit the nail on the head i think lockdown worked for me so well was because i didn't have fomo because i was like yeah everyone else is yeah it was really genuinely i think quite good for people to be some people people, but i truly think the general universal feeling is people being like this is horrendous but not has had a weird sort of calming effect on your your stress level and your mental health of your not of obviously it was extremely stressful an awful the pandemic but on your normal day-to-day life that you were stressed out about there was an element of like huh stepping back has actually been all right you know yes yeah I mean I do know somebody's got kids and that's not their experience no but I imagine like uh stepping back from being like uh is my kid excelling um in the violin you know have we got to get to another birthday party have we got to do x y and z you know I'm not saying it was easy or pleasant to have that time but I think the aspect of like hey 
nobody can be having a fun time or a better holiday or yeah we're all very much like this is shit and everyone's like this is shit and And everyone's like is it shit shit." for you shit which was weirdly sort of yeah and now who knows don't know how it feels it all feels absolute chaos but yeah we'll we'll get into it but before we sort of get get into that vibe uh we want to admin before don't we oh sorry there's a bit of admin guys a bit of house House, house, bit of housekeeping. Uh, welcome to a bit of housekeeping. Mm. Um, it's called. We've both got a podcast we'd like you to listen to. Not this one. I mean, do continue. Don't stop. Do listening please now. keep listening. But um, Tessa, shall I go you first? go first? Yes, please. Tell me about. I've invented Sell it something. To me. Sell it to me. Okay, I've invented something absolutely mad, Stevie. Yes. Well, that sounds good. Uh, look, I've got no no Edinburgh show this year, and there's no Olympics. And I was like, combine those two things. And what I'm going to make is <laughs> a podcast that is live coverage of the 1908 London Olympics. Huge. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically, they're all dead, obviously. It was 112 years ago. Mm. Um, but they didn't get a chance to have an interview with Claire Balding. So I'm giving it to them. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. I'll be listening. It's about a very stupid uh, time in history. And uh, yeah, have a, have a nice listen. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, where can we listen? wherever you can find your podcast it's hosted on acast what's it called called, i don't know for sure but it's called (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have to commit to it now what do you think about being called 1908 exclamation mark live coverage of the london olympic games i think with with an idea like this you've got to you've got to do what it says on the tin say what it is yeah say what it is um yeah it's, it's genuinely that great but stevie's one is a proper professional outfit stevie tell us about your podcast that's very kind. I have a podcast with my sister, Gina Martin. And Gina is a activist and loves Instagram and loves Twitter and uses them very, very well. And I resist uh, anyone who listens to this podcast will know that I just, I distrust the social media. I don't like what it makes me do. So basically she loves it. I hate it. And then we interview interesting people who have an interesting relationship with social media. Like this week, it's Ed Balls um who from ed balls what, the ed the ed balls ed, ed edward balls yeah um and he talks about how he he how he didn't realize he could delete basically he tweeted his own name um in 2011 Famously. and it became ed balls day um and he still celebrates it to this day but he told us that he didn't realize he could delete the tweet until two years after <laughs> so he really? thought whatever you Excellent. tweeted that was it that was it, was it. Gone. so he was like well i've tweeted my own name oh well um i'm sure that's fine and i was like why is what's not why, why, what are all these numbers oh people are liking it okay i guess that's weird fine didn't think of anything of it and then his pr person was just like i think well you can't delete it now but it would have been good <laughs> and then but his pr person didn't know you could delete it either oh what a time what a time anyway so that's fun we've also got lots of different types of people we get people to talk about their uh first well, we, Gina dredges up their first ever like tweets. Then we talk about that, and then we talk about their worst ever tweets. So the tweet that they, we don't decide that they bring one that they're really embarrassed about or they really regret. Um, he picked that one. He picked Ed Balls. I was like, no, that's your best one. That's obviously the best one. Yeah. Um, and then you pick your one that you're most proud of. The episode is based around that. And so we've got yeah, Nish Kumar on it, James Acaster, who's come off Twitter. So he talks about Mel Wang, Rose Mazafeo, Megan Crab, Body Posy Panda. She was excellent. Um, oh, wonderful. She's very good. Um, yeah. When I come on, yes. I would like to talk about... I've just gone viral this week, do you believe? I TV? saw that happening because I had quite a well-performing tweet and I was like... Well, someone's doing very well. And then looked at Tessa's and she had like 60,000 likes. I was like, right, it was viral. And then there's hella viral. I did see your well-performing. I did see your well-performing. It was, well-performing. It was well-performing. That's what I thought. It was well-performing. It was extremely well-performing. I thought, oh, bloody hell, well done, Stevie. And then and then I thought, I'll do Hold one. Hold my beer. I, obviously not. It might, <laughs> nobody knows. Because immediately before this tweet that went viral, this viral, I got 80,000 likes. 
And immediately before it, I did one that said, my best dreams at the moment about my clothes fitting. So that. Three likes. Three! <laughs> 20 minutes later, I did my next one, put my phone down for a while, came back. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, look, well, d- yeah, obviously, season two, you'll, you'll be involved, please. Right. Let's dive right in. I think our podcasts can be our adult things because we're both working very hard at them and we're being very grown up about it. They're very adult. They are actually too adult. Yeah, very much so. I'd like to kick off the how to cope with the lockdown easing with a little word from our sponsors, the government. Because in a way, are they, aren't they everyone's sponsors? So of course, like, also, this is like the first time I've engaged with the government advice in, since maybe April, May, when I was like, I don't believe anything they're saying. And look, that's my political view. It's not the political view of the podcast. It is the political view of the podcast. Okay, it is. Okay, so the government guidelines are, of course, the slogan, stay alert, control the virus, save lives. But the actual main bullet points, and obviously you can go into depth with lots of different areas, but the main things are really are. Stay at home as much as possible. Delightfully vague. <clears throat> Work from home <laughs> if you can. Okay. Who's to, who's to say if you can or you can't? Limit contact with, limit contact with other people. To how much? Keep your distance from people not in your household. Two metres apart where possible. But of course, obviously, that doesn't apply to the north of England because now they've changed that again. And also, it kind of has changed for loads of different parts of England. Essentially, there's not really one rule for everything and it will have probably changed even while you're listening to this literally right now so i guess you just we just have to like keep looking at the government rules for how many households should be mixing where and in indoors and why wash your hands regularly a classic do not leave home if you or anyone in your household has symptoms and then you can read more about what you can and cannot do and that's like a very long thing that i'm not going to go into but there like what there, Hang on. what's on the can and cannot do list <laughs> okay here she goes The UK government is continuing to ease restrictions in a manner that is safe. In recent weeks, a wide range of sectors have been able to restart in line with COVID-19 secure guidelines. And we've eased the restrictions on social contact, enabling people to meet in groups of two two households in any location or as previous in a group of any six people outdoors. I don't understand that, but fine. I actually do. It is is a thing. Um, So six people can meet outdoors now who are not all in the same household. Yes, but two households can be indoors now. From the 24th of July, in order to help contain the spread of the virus as we open up more premises, face coverings now required in shops and supermarkets, in addition to public transport where they were already required. And you're strongly encouraged to wear face masks in other enclosed public spaces where there are, where there are people that do not normally meet. Um, and then I'm not joking. Then it is literally like, so, so then I'm, I'm just like, look, I'm just doing a big old scroll and I'm going to stop on 9.3. What rules do I need to follow if I'm vis- visiting the UK? Okay, that's sort of irre- irrelevant to, to most schools and childcare. Um, and a lot of the answers are like, um, you know, like the government is committed to doing everything possible to allow all children to go back to school safely without actually kind of like saying, because obviously the, what's happened what? now, I know somebody who's been asked to restart work who's uh, very much on the list of... Um, a shield immune condition a shield we've very much thrown her in a, in a lead box won't allow her from underneath the stairs but then on uh la- last week she was told okay you can come in on monday and she works in a nursery this person was like oh do you have like are we wearing masks and they're like no it'll scare the children they're like okay well how can we social distance because these children are like 18 months old well we can't and then it's like well i can't come into work and then they have been if I may say the technical term is shitty um, and a lawyer friend has had to like look into it and been like, okay, so they could take you to court um, if they dismiss you, sorry, if, if they could dismiss you, but if they did that, 
then you could take them to court and you will win. So you could get a lot of money from them. But like, who wants to do Like, that's insane. Who so wants to do that? We are now yeah. in, we are very much now moving into a sphere or already in a sphere of you are being, we're sort of left to our, you're left now to the mercy of your employer. Hopefully they are nice and will understand. But if they don't, then you kind of are left on your own a little bit. And look, that's just like the work thing friends thing like there's nothing i mean there is like oh my god it's hard it was hard enough in lockdown like i have i have a friend that went to the illegal rave in clapham and then oh, wow ask, how was that yeah. uh she had a great time um and then um the next day we were supposed to hang out and it was my first it was my first socially distanced park like you come to me because she's using she was using the tube and stuff this was in like june i think it was in uh, early june um and I'm, I'm not, I was, at that point, I wasn't using the tube. I wasn't kind of d- doing anything really. And I was like, I will meet you uh, two meters away. We'll bring our own personal snacks and we will have a nice picnic, a personal distance picnic. Anyway, she was like, called me, was like I'm actually really hungover and I can't make it. I was like, that is absolutely perfect. I haven't <laughs> seen anyone since fucking March at my first meeting. Like, yeah, but now that this is easing, I found it, to bring it back to what we're talking about, I found it very, very stressful in especially the last few months about saying things like, oh, I actually don't really feel comfortable kind of going to that. And then because by de- by definition, by default, I'm then saying that they're wrong for doing it, but I'm Absolutely. not. And then and then they go, oh, you still not, the amount of times I've had like, are you still not using public transport? Oh, why aren't you using the tube? Are you still in lockdown? Why are you still in lockdown? And they're not being mean, they're genuinely asking, but you can't help but feel stupid and insane. So... Yeah, I, I think it's that's obviously very specific to me, but like I feel very, very um, stressed all the time now. Like I don't know what to do ever. Yes. Well, we're going to talk about what to do, but first oh, I want to say you. like no worries. But first I want to say like it's so easy to, as we all are, to literally turn on each other, and not to be not to turn this um, podcast into a you know a, an anti-government thing until we. What were you going to say? Eat, Eat the, the rich. rich. <laughs> yeah, um, but do. Eat the rich. No, <laughs> not to go into a terrible anti um, anti the government thing until we all get shut down. Um, but it is a, that is a genuine strategy from the government to make things purposefully so unclear that nobody knows and everybody therefore can only turn on each other in this like are you still doing lockdown you're like are you not doing are we not supposed to be doing lockdown so anyone who's like oh no i think the government are doing the best like listen they can be real human people trying their best and they can also have actively made the choice to make these rules purposefully difficult they've actively shut the border to you know they made it difficult going to spain so that they can try and keep everyone here for the you know they are they are literally trying to do these things to like protect the economy and to take the um, they want to restart the economy and take the blame off themselves by then putting it on us and we are going to turn on each other. So number one, pr- Don't do turn not, on each other. Number one, pick at the government. Number two, do not turn on each other. Actually, when I heard all these things, it's very much uh, confusion inwards of like, am I hallucinating? Have I... Am I, I, I had this week, like I, spent, I can't remember what week it was, but I think it was in June sometime where I, I genuinely was like, I think I've made it up. I think, I actually feel not, like I'm not real because I don't understand. And it was when, because now masks are, are, everyone has to wear them in shops. But just before then, I was obviously wearing a mask in shops, but I was the only one in my area of London. Um, for some reason, no one really gives a shit. So I got lo- lo- loads of people, being, not loads, but like three or four times where I was, w- w- went to the co-op. People like taking the piss out of me because I'm not going close to them. It's like, but oh, we're supposed dear. to. And then I'd get really angry. But like, and then I'd feel like, oh my God, 
I'm crazy. So I did have a little time of being like, oh, I'm absolutely insane. And everyone else is normal. And I'm living in this like fairy tale land. And then I look at the government um, guidelines and I actually don't know either way. As like, I feel like it's possible that they are just quite incompetent. They they dealt with it very badly. And now they've, they, they, they're going vague to save their own butts, definitely. But I don't, I, I'm, I'm, the jury's still out for me on, on whether it's like a targeted thing to make us turn on, on, on ourselves. I don't know. But it's, not, sounds- it's not, I mean, I'm not saying they're trying to incite rioting. I'm saying that like they are in the saving of their own butts. They're saying like, it's you guys, I guess it's you guys who just couldn't follow the rules, didn't know what you were doing, I guess. Yeah, and, we, and, and we've never had the right numbers as well. I read this recently, like we've never actually been told the correct number of deaths. We've never, and it's, there's always a lag as well. So this thing about like when, so when my friend went to the illegal rave, she was like, well, the R rate is down so much. And I was like, the R rate is two weeks old. We don't know what the R rate is now. Like, what do you yeah. mean? And, and also we the, the, the testing capability of this country is not great so how do you know like i, I know that sounds very over absolutely like, like you know they, they really they released that like nando's chart of like red green mm. orange of like where we were at and be like we can ease it when we get to this color and and we are easing but we are not at that color and so you know none of their rules have made any sense like nothing's come out so i think the thing to take away is like number one you are not going crazy and number two mm. whatever you are doing or whatever you are deciding is best for you is best for you and you yeah. don't have to you can make this that's not like oh my god but they're doing this it's nothing to do with anybody else it's like what do you feel safe doing what do you feel comfortable doing that is the right that's the path and yeah, it does and not know, matter what anyone else's we're very much not saying as well, like, and I want to make it very clear that I'm not, I think um, best for you also includes like, if you are seeing people, if you are, which I think like there is literally, there are guidelines and it says about households and it says about the amount of people that can meet in a park. So if you're meeting six people in a park, like fine. But then I think that the thing is, is that what I would say is when somebody, you know, isn't doing that, it's really unhelpful to go. So why aren't you doing that? It's like, I think yes. we all know why they're not doing that. So you don't have to ask them why they didn't want to take the tube, why they didn't want to go to, to, to your birthday party. Because it's, what, what, what's the answer that, that you're looking for? Because you know what it is. It's that they feel uncomfortable. But you almost want them to say that. So then you can be like, actually, that's not true. And it's not fair to do that with the amount of, you know, of course, there are government guidelines, but, there, but people, it also fully depends on your political persuasion, whether you follow those or not. Like, because if you I if think you don't politics believe, aside, it's just like, what's your feeling on the science what's your feeling on safety how how ill are you personally do you have small children at home do you have elderly parents like what is your current safety situation you know and then and also this whole thing needs to come with enormous amount of respect for other people and absolutely no shade that would be my government strap line if i was the prime minister it would be called stay safe (laughs) no shade limit the shade limit the shade certain degree yeah that's the (laughs) thing i'd say no shade and everyone would be like what does that mean it's so vague yeah. No shade means <laughs> it means no side somebody, eye. No side eye. It means yeah. um, are people staying at home still and you think they're being a square? No shade. They're doing their own thing. Are people going to an illegal rave? No shade. They're doing their own thing. Like no shade on anybody else. You don't know what anyone's situation is. You don't know what people have been through. You don't need know how and why and what is going on with everybody. No yeah. shade. I will quietly judge you if you don't wear a mask on public transport or in the shops. I will quietly judge you. But, but that's okay because uh, breaking the rules, shade. <laughs> oh, 
See, look, difficult to make guidelines. It's, isn't it? See, I, see, it's hard. To, it's listen. It's hard to make guidelines. Do you know what they wanted to call the? And I know this from a, a source that will remain norm, name, normless. Um, they wanted. They've called it like the big summer six or this eat out to help out. Again, a staggering eat out thing to, help to do. Out. Oh my god, it's so. Funny. I can't believe they went with that. But in their sort of restart the economy, let's have a big summer. They initially yeah. wanted to call it a summer of consumption. <laughs> consumption oh my god <laughs> was a respiratory disease that people died from in the 19th century that is absolutely delicious <laughs> oh my god i love that so that much. was the, okay. the government's guideline a summer of consumption that's staggering but that's what i'm saying is like don't so yes guidelines are very hard shade for rule breakers no mm. shade for everybody else and until the yeah. government insists what the rules are then like it just has to be everyone doing you have to just you know be like don't feel crazy don't feel that you are doing it wrong if the things are open and you feel safe and but also like going to like there's a restaurant we walk i walk down my street here with my friend with my friend cat everyone remembers cat she left me to live with her boyfriend but she came to stay so that's nice me and cat walked down the street and we were like okay if we pass a restaurant that is or a bar that's like open completely outside and is uh we are being served by the owner who looks thrilled to see people as opposed to like a teenager on minimum wage in like a full Furious. Avengers and Iron Man mask who like doesn't want to be there, then we'll go in. And then this like wonderful lady with a tapas restaurant that she'd like put all these chairs outside. Everyone was so distant from each other. She took your temperature. The menu was on a little like QR code thing. So like she had everything set up and we were like, great, we, we feel good to support you. She looks thrilled to have people like great. But again, like, but going to, you know, somewhere where, the staff look unhappy where it doesn't feel like you're like, what's this? Is this worth this jug of margarita to be in this environment that, you know, somebody's being made to bring me something while ma- wearing all this stuff. Um, and so I think it's, yeah, it's just about you, you find your path and really like listen to your heart about like, is this, is this necessary? Is this safe? Mm. Is this good for everybody else around me? Cause I think inherently when everyone's protesting and shouting like, and not us, I know this is the Americans being like, I need a haircut. Be like, what you're saying is like, I demand that somebody else put themselves in danger to cut my hair. Like that's, mm. that's what that sentence is. No shade. You make a choice. My, my government <laughs> take control. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But, yeah, also, I think a thing is when um, you go to a social occasion. So I've recently went to a, my friend has a garden, and they were like, oh, do you want to come and sit in the garden? I was like, yes. Um, and then, of course, then it was like, oh, it's cold. Let's all go in the house. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go. I, I don't know why. I was like, I don't really want to. I want to stay outside where it's ventilated. And there was, there's, there's people from three households inside, but it's two yeah. households. I started to, like, malfunction like a robot. What I should have done is been like, like of course it's like those amazing um uh, what are they called you know when it's uh people who are like life coaches give like example responses to things mm-hmm. um you can say in your life it's like okay in one of those instances I'd have, I, I would have said hey guys um I just don't feel comfortable doing this so I'm going to leave but in actual life are you able to say that no so what I did was I went and I stood, I sat, she's got like a spiral staircase. I was like sat on the spiral staircase, like the Babadook coming into a room. I was really like out of the circle and looked like a bat. Um, I was also dressed all in black on a very summer day, fine. Um, but that was, that made me feel comfortable because I was like, oh, I'm far away from people. I'm not really touching anything, I'm fine. But I felt very, very tense. And I was like, I think there's not really any advice in that other than I suppose um, it's a, like, it's, I felt weird. And then I spoke to my sister afterwards. And I was like, oh, I felt really tense. I, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to do, do, do that again. I'm so stupid, whatever. And she's like, I wouldn't do that. It's fine. Just like, that's okay. Just don't do it again. And, and like, I had a full shower when I got back and felt really like, okay, I've, I've washed myself. It's all, it's all off me. Um, all that coronavirus on the stairs. And um, I did, like very much not beating my, myself up about feeling un- uncomfortable about that. And they didn't make, make, make me feel uncomfortable at all. They would, have, they would have not known at all had I not sat like a bat on the stairs. But it is... It, that's difficult because then also like people being like oh can we hug and you you know would be like no because they've said oh can we hug but you have to be like oh i'm not really comfortable like i think having the sentences in your head before you go to before the you're otherwise you're already in the hug and yeah. so i think um i have seen people in the park and i said while cl- while i closed off my body i don't mm. mind hugging because i love hugging but i yeah. closed off my own body and said how are you feeling about hugging to the other person yeah. And they were like, oh, no hugging, thank you. And I was like, no problem. And I've also seen people and been like, and they said, oh, yes, one quick hug, please. Yeah. You know, Facing so, away, round the waist. Yeah. Yeah. Or this is actually very nice for anybody because I, people have been doing hugging like this and I'm putting yes. my arms out in a circle as though you're hugging the other person. Much, much nicer, everyone. Uh, hug yourself. And then, um, so it's just two people hugging themselves. Um, okay. And honestly, no, do it. Try it now. Go on. Oh, that is nice. See? And honestly, nice. and then what you get is exactly as much hug as you would like. Yes, not too much, not too little. Not yeah. the right amount of pressure. You're like, mm. that's a lovely hug, thank you. And also you get the sort of feeling of contact and the person, you know, it's really nice. So do try hugging yourself, everyone. My um, friend hugged, hugged my leg. And I was like, that's perfect. You know what? That, fine. Fine. So I think <laughs> okay it's just about, in your mind, it, it, as with all of these things, it's so often it's about like being prepared, like mentally having the sentences ready so you know what's coming and you can open, as soon as you see a person be like, I'm not, I, I'm not hugging. Should we hug ourselves? You know, just already it felt weird, even though I have actually practiced that one. Yeah, just so just being ready when someone says, are we hugging? Being like, oh, I'm not, but it's so nice. It's so nice to see you, you know, just being ready to 
have all that you know and or to like mess when you when they say like we're going to meet up today being like amazing like i'm still not hugging or i'm at a distance like just telling yeah. people and, and so it's very not- hard to have confidence because we don't even have confidence to i don't know accept compliments absolutely like we're british we are absolutely spiraling in this new landscape of everyone having to make a decision and then stick to it and then it's the ultimate thing of like not wanting to be unpolite you didn't want to be in somebody's house which is literally against the government rules and then you had to sit like a bat on the stairs because you didn't feel confident enough to say thank you so much but I don't feel comfortable I'm going to I'm going to go if I could go back what I would change was I would have said it before so yeah I would have said oh yeah great um is it all right if so I'm not reading inside but can I stay outside <laughs> can, can we do it outside and, and I would have arranged to have gone earlier so it wasn't so cold because it got cold obviously in yep, the evening. yeah and things like that so you can like okay how can I minimize the possible tense, the tense nature of this meeting. Guys, it's just like organising a really good orgy. Everyone just needs right. to know exactly where the line is and what everyone is up for. If on the list of of the menu of the orgy, if because yeah. I send it around, it's a really well organised orgy, so I send it around yes, and imagine. everyone confirms like what they're up for, what they'd be, you know, do they want? Would they like I to be fully? See. Would everyone like to be fully nude? Is this an in the dark experience? Does everyone want to wear a, an eye an, an eye mask? So they look an eye patch. An like eye patch. Is this a themed orgy? Do you want to have sex with multiple people? Do you want to just yes. watch? Are you happy for other people to watch you? Like, I've never been to an difference. orgy, but I do believe that this amount of admin, admin. takes place. It must think, have to. Because I really think that the consent, not to use like con- consent in the same way, but that same line of like, everybody is knows what this evening is going to be and everybody is up for the same thing. And then when an evening takes a turn is when everyone's like, oh, this is not what I signed up for whether that's like coming in the house when you said it was just going to be outside or (laughs) an orgy kicks off you know so you just need to have that same thing of like and if everyone in the group is like yeah we're all hugging we're all happy to sit inside we all feel healthy and strong we're all all okay for this you know that's what you just got to it's like i can't expect them to know that inside i am not enjoying if i'm not gonna have absolutely absolutely and if you at the orgy are like oh actually guys i I, I don't want to take my clothes off. Everyone's like, no problem. But would have been cool for the heads up because we're all naked now. Yeah. And, we'll, <laughs> and we'll put our clothes back on. But would have been, you know, in let's future, just get... take the box. In the future, let's take the box at yeah. the t- you know at the time. But also have, have the confidence at the orgy to say, this is actually not my, this is not my bag. I'm adding that to my list. No shade, do your best. Arrange all social gatherings like a well-organised orgy. Very good. See, I would, I would back that if the government just, just were honest for once and said it, called it for what it was, the, an orgy. Um, right. Yeah. Very. I just very want to take business. power. I've thought about that. <laughs> I don't think you should. <laughs> Be fantastic at it, and okay, you know it. Yes. Um, anyway, is there anything else that we haven't covered? Have somebody who has the same an informant. <laughs> Have an informant working for the government. You can get your source, like spy on them. Um, Get your source. That's what I call getting information. Um, So uh, have somebody that has the same level of, or try and find somebody who has the same level of, I don't know, caution or essentially you're at the same DEFCON level about coronavirus. So like mine's my sister. And so when I went to this social gathering at, at dinner, 
thing that my friend ran, my, my, my sister was like, oh, you've left me because she's not doing that. And I was like, no, I, I haven't left you. I'm coming back down because I was a bit frightened and I was like a bat. I so went too I, high on the DEF CON. I, I went yeah. too high. I thought that we were okay. I were not. So I'm now back. To, so then that was good because then and also as well, from her perspective, she sort of like could live vicariously through my experience. Be like, yes, that does sound quite nerve wracking. So then she was able to like formulate her own thoughts as well about like how that would be. And and uh, yeah, so when I was having my weird week where I thought I'd like, I don't know, I thought I was going crazy. Talking to her was very helpful because she's like, no, I'm not doing that either. And like, and she she also had her own anecdotes about people being assholes about stuff because she wanted to be, I know, like people try, like, trying to hug her against her will. Like her friends mm. were like, no, we are hugging, don't be stupid. And she's like, stop calling me stupid. Yeah. So as well, like, I know it sounds like, I don't want to bring it down or something and stuff, but also very much be aware and this is something that oddly I would have thought I wouldn't have to say, but be aware that some people have lost people. So like I lost my grandma from it and people can be oddly insensitive to somebody who has lost someone from it and talk about how like, oh, it's not a thing. Like it's only, it's, oh, it's, it was, it's only old people. And you're like, yeah. So when you say that to somebody, oh, it's only old people, like mm, they could have lost their grandma. They, they could have lost their, their, their grandparents or, or their dad or their mom. And like, Yes. And also, it's not true, is it? It's not only old old people. It's a lot of vulnerable people. The point is, is that you have to just be aware that there might be a reason that person isn't um, using public transport or is a little bit more nervous about it, not just because of, I don't know, oh, I'm frightened of a virus. It could be that psychologically there's something else. Of going it's more scary to them because they saw it happen or whatever. Um so yeah, that was the other that 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 was the, the other thing really. That was that was my final my final point. Have a friend um, and people have died, so be nice, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. What a wonderful closing remark that ties back in with the government's official guidelines, no mm. shade. No which shade. Is, don't don't shade people in this like, hey, don't be silly. Come on. Like, you know, be like it isn't silly. Like people have lost people. Don't, you know, don't dismiss it in this like, oh, you know, 5G gives it to you. Like, no, no, like no oh, yeah. shade. Like yeah. it, no, no shade for anyone. You do not know what anyone is going through. So, or what they, you know, you, you have absolutely no idea. So do not bring your opinions to the table. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. And that's um, my final point. I always end like that as the Prime Minister. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. And then they and then all the press have to go, no, Th- thank you. Thank you. And then a lovely... And then everyone just throws claps, yeah. <laughs> because it's and not, I- sorry, it's also a dictatorship. I don't know if I made that com- completely and clear. that's why... And there we go. issues with your power. <laughs> and I didn't want to say it would become a, dis- a dictatorship, but you've said it yourself, as ever. <laughs> you will be the one to say it. A yourself. benevolent dictatorship is the only way to go. And again, and so join us next week <laughs> for more for more of my ideas. If that helps you, and I'm talking about maybe like the, the bit before uh, Tessa bit got mad with power. that last bit. Um, if, you, if, if that was helpful, um, let us know. Tweet us, um, and uh, if, if, you, if you've got any thoughts about future podcast episodes as well, please tweet us at Nobody Panic Pod or sort of say hello to me at Stevie M. The S is a five. Sorry. At Tessa Coates, if you want to get on board with my political party or mm. my beliefs, or just yeah, say hello. Yeah, I think just stick with the hello. Let's stay far away from you. No, yeah, don't don't at me. Um, I'm at Tessa Coates. Yes. And, the um, Gmail is nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. The Twitter is nobodypanicpod. We're always open to you giving us some stars, only five available. Um, that's yes. all, Apparently, that's all you can put. So, what a shame. And just like keep on trucking, guys. Keep on trucking. Keep on chucking. Look after yourself. Look after everybody you love. Um, give them a distant hug. 
and uh, hug yourself near them. You're, you're you're doing great. You're not going crazy. You are doing your best, and you're doing right. No shade. Okay. Bye. See you next week. Bye bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.